your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Thrilled to have our guy, Jeremy Rutherford, not via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line today, but in studio, rather. Jared, what's going on, man? Stuff. The stuff you guys say during the break. I'm glad I came in. Get a little uh, raunch over there. It's a better radio show. It's a better radio <laughs> show on the podcast. <laughs> uh, nobody wants that podcast. How's it going? Uh, we're doing all right, man. Uh, so is is hockey going to happen in January or February or March? Yeah, how about some really good ever? news today, it sounds like. Some news coming out that it's looking like uh, the possibility of January 15th. You could see the puck drop with uh, camp starting around uh, January 2nd. So nothing finalized. They're still talking, but uh, that's a good sign. Jared, yesterday the, I guess the idea was floated around about outdoor stadiums, and the reason that would be floated around is because it's open air, and maybe teams could add more people to the attendance, have more fans in the stands. Now, what are you hearing about those games, about the suggestion of it, and also just your personal opinion? How do you think that would work? Yeah, Rev, I think the NHL put out uh, a memo to the teams and said who would be interested, and I think there were six or seven. At least that's what Pierre Lebrun reported at The Athletic that would be interested in that. I don't think the Blues would have a lot of interest. I mean, that's a big cost to put on a game. I mean, granted, it's not a winter classic at Bush Stadium, so it's not that type of cost, but you still have to put the ice out on uh, on the field. And, and, you know, if you're only going to have a certain number, a limited capacity, is it, is it really worth it? So I think it's a little bit of a cost prohibitive. Is there any plate? Like, are there outdoor rinks available right now that the Blues could? Like, if they were trying to get creative, they're like, you know what? Let's go play. At, there's a there's a little league rink out here. We could have a thousand fans that come to the stands. Is is there a place that that would even be possible? Well, right my now? first thought every time I see an NHL story, my first thought is how does this apply to St. Louis? And I thought about the rink at the Centene, the yeah. outdoor one right next door. But what is it seat five? Twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. Yeah. So I mean, if you're spacing them out, you're only getting what? It's something. Three four hundred people in there. Yeah. So you're gonna make a little money, but I mean, the revenue they're trying to recoup. I don't know if that's gonna make a difference. JR, anything higher than zero is yeah. works. Okay, we have to try and we're all in this together, all right? I wonder if they could do like, I, I know this is like silly season and it sounds kind of ridiculous to even say this, but what if they had like a thousand fans out there and they did it once a week where it was like Friday nights, whenever we have games out there or Saturday nights, we're going to have it at Centene and it's going to be outdoor with a thousand fans and 500 or to a thousand fans at 50 bucks a piece maybe. I mean, that's something. Yeah. And if you could do that 20 times over the course of the season, that 
it, it's real money. I, I suppose, but the one thing is, is it going to work in a majority of the cities? And with the, the COVID numbers up, are they really going to travel like that? I think right now their intention, their plan, as we've all read, is that to have the hubs. So, you know, even if it did make sense out at Centene, you know, I don't think you're going to have the LA Kings flying to St. Louis for a game out at Centene. Now, the only other thing I've thought of, too, is creating the hub right but you have one hub outdoor rink and that hub outdoor rink would be for the division yeah and so guys come in and each team plays in that rink and you'd have tickets that you could price accordingly so let's say the blackhawks are going to play the blues but the ice is here in st louis well, instead of 100% on the ticket, you'd, pay, you'd get a discount. The farther you live away from your area code, <laughs> the more discount. It would inspire fans to drive and come and support their team. And at least then you could get a bunch of people in the building, which you're allowed to get. And then the teams would just share that revenue, the, the you know, the gross total of the revenue and at least they're getting something then that's why this guy has his own company he's the business <laughs> right. man in the room here yeah no there's a lot of things that could work and and a little bit uh, over zero is is better than than zero so uh I just don't see it. I think that uh, they're going to try to get back out on the ice in early January, try to start a season mid-January, and, and I think they're just going to play it by ear and try to get into the main rinks at some point and, uh, and have as many fans as possible. So if we're going to come back to play ice hockey in the NHL and the St. Louis Blues are going to get back on the ice, JR, yep. we've talked about it before, there's still one piece missing, and that piece is Vince Dunn. Yeah. What, any update on that situation because you know how i feel right this has gone way too long yeah. at this point the blues almost might be inspired to say we'll sit at home for a while you know but do you have any update on our boy no there is no update and i have checked into it you know uh you know rather recently and uh, doug armstrong has said a couple times to me that uh, there's just no deadline i mean basically the start of the season which now that is approaching as we see the news uh, coming out so they're definitely going to have to to come together on something you know doug has used the proverbial uh, all it takes is one phone call i mean this is just a unique situation riv uh, i know that all contracts are are kind of different but a lot of times a guy with his credibility in the league will have a little bit of leverage. He has none. Zero. So the, zero. <laughs> zero. The, the Blues hold the cards here. So eventually, if we're talking in two weeks about Vince Dunn signing, it's going to be a Blues-friendly deal. And at some point, uh, Vince is just going to have to get in the fold. One thing that I worry about for Vince, okay, and I've done this, I've been in this situation, and I'm, I'm going to pick up the phone and call him here soon, is don't miss training camp. Yeah, and the sure. reason you don't miss training camp, it's the Wally Pip situation, right? You're not there to solidify your spot. All of a sudden, what, what if Scott Perunovich comes in yeah. and they're like, oh, my God, this guy can really play. Now, all of a sudden, the Blues aren't in a rush to have Vince Dunn sign. And then even when he comes back, ah, we got to get you up to speed here. It's going to take a couple weeks. want to make sure you're in shape, all this stuff. And all that does is extends the audition for other guys around. And I can tell you from a personal standpoint, I went through here with the Blues in my young career. I showed up without a contract. I played in training camp without a contract because I had fear that I was going to get Wally pipped yeah. if I'm if out of sight, out of mind. So that's the only advice I would give to Vince Dunn is sign the dang deal. You got no leverage. Get back into town. Skate with the guys. Show them that that you know you're ready to go. Yeah. Well, I think the Blues are stacked in two areas. One is their pre and post game hosts at 101, <laughs> and then the other area is on that left side of the defense uh, where you have now a Tory Krug. Look, if you were th if you were thinking that maybe Vince Dunn would uh, assume that number one spot, that's gone for the next what seven years. That's Tory Krug's job. Now you're battling for that that uh, top four spot on the left side. And oh, by the 
way, Marco Scandella's got a new four-year deal, so try fitting in there. Doug Armstrong did say a couple weeks ago that he felt like uh, uh, Vince Dunn could work his way into the top four at some point uh, this year. But you mentioned Perunovic. You got Mikola. Let's not forget He's about on a the six-foot-five guy on a one-way deal. And then Carl Gunnarsson, one more year left on the deal. So they are uh, the log jam on the left side. Perunovic can play the right side for sure. He played it in college. Uh, but Vince Dunn, you're right, has to be aware of the situation and just, you know, eat it and get into camp. Jeremy Rutherford, Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic, joining us here in studio. If you missed it earlier today on The Athletic, you can check out his mailbag uh, with a bunch of good questions from Blues fans as well. JR, the big question that I wanted to ask you about, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit off air the other day. With the season continually getting pushed back a little bit now, hopefully there's at least some certainty that it's puck drop at some point in January. How do you think this affects Vladimir Tarasenko's return? Like, are we getting to the point now where maybe he's going to be ready in terms of the the number of games played earlier than we otherwise would have expected? Yeah, potentially. I think, I mean, it's it's fairly obvious that if the season started on, on January 1st, he wouldn't be ready. The reevaluation isn't until February. So you're talking at least two months without him. Now, as we get closer to a January 15th start, maybe a February 1st start, if it gets pushed back even further, you're obviously closer to when he could be available. Thus, he misses fewer games. But let's be careful here for a couple reasons. One, third surgery. Uh, and they're different surgeries, so it's not like it's a chronic situation. You know, I'll have a piece uh, about that in the athletic coming up. Uh, but I, I think it's a situation where reevaluation timetables are just that. It's it doesn't mean he's going to be ready February 10th. So you know, he could be ready in March. Uh, but the one thing that Doug has told me unequivocally when I've asked him about going over the salary cap and using some of that long-term injury reserve money is he says Vladdy will be back. So they have every impression that Tarasenko will be back at some point. Now that leads me to my next question, which is an obvious one, and I know you're ready for this one, but long-term IR money, Alexander Steen. Do we have any update on, one, what his injury could be, and two, is there a timetable for his return? Yeah, no update on the injury, but uh, I, I don't believe that he had surgery. Uh, so, you know, you could look at that a good or bad sign. You know, a lot of times, though, when you don't have a surgery, as you know, Riv, it, it can still nag for a while. So the one thing that I've clinged to uh, with what the Blues have told us is that uh, Alex Steen won't be ready for the start of the season, and that's when Doug Armstrong didn't even know when the start of the season yeah, would be. Seems, so It's crazy because, yeah. like, at that point in time, I, I think that was right after the Tory Krug signing the last time that we really heard from Doug Armstrong publicly and that's what, like mid-November at yeah. that point? And now we're into December. At that point, we thought maybe January, maybe February. We're not sure. I think December was even in play at that point. And now, like, it, it seems like we kind of know. And yeah. he, he has no idea when well, Steen they or probably if have he's going to be available. A, a bit of a timetable in terms of maybe they're thinking February or March and, uh, you know, what have you. But uh, he knew back in early November that – even if the season started in January, Alexander Steen wasn't going to be ready. And the other thing, uh, you know, he did say that Tarasenko is going to be back. But if they're going to be using some of that long-term injury reserve money to be cap compliant at the start of the season, which Doug said they will be, I mean, that guarantees uh, that uh, Alexander Steen won't be ready. Interesting. Is there anything else for Blues fans right now as we're hearing everything swirling around nationally? Is there anything else that Blues fans should be paying attention to locally for the Blues that could potentially be coming up in the next week, two weeks, three weeks as we prepare for the 2021 season? 
No, not not really. Just that guys are getting to town and, and they're skating. And, uh, you know, I talked to Jordan Bennington a couple of weeks ago, Robert Thomas. They were both on their way. So I think guys are getting antsy. They're ready. I mean, they want to prove that what happened up in Edmonton, you know, was aberration. And, and uh, you know, I, I think there's still a lot of questions about this team. What's it going to be like? Life without Alex Petrangelo. Uh, don't forget Jake Allen is gone. This is going to be a lot on Jordan Bennington's shoulders. Billy Huso's never played a game in the NHL. So I'm just looking to get into those storylines and, and start talking about some of that stuff and it sounds like we could be in just a few weeks that's all coming up on the athletic that's where you find jeremy rutherford's work where he's the blues insider you can also follow him on twitter at jp rutherford jr always appreciate the time man thanks for coming in studio today thanks guys us. you got it that is jeremy rutherford oh, 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 O'Reilly. when you need auto parts o'reillyauto.com is just a few clicks away we offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly order online and pick up for free at your local o'reilly auto parts store we'll even bring it out curbside or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over 35 dollars visit o'reillyauto.com oh, 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 auto parts